Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are listening to Moving Into Light. I'm Lisa Renee, your podcast host, and I am so grateful to have you showing up here to join me on this episode. This is season two, episode 68. And today's podcast is just a little bit different. I'm going to explain why. Most of you who have been here for a while know that Moving Into Light is my space to share the tools and the tips, the things that I do that move me into light and away from darkness. One of the things that I do is I open my Akashic records. I do this work almost daily. And I am actually working in my records right now as I'm recording today. This is a bit of a new experience, but I'm excited to see how it goes. So everyone has a set of Akashic records. Everyone comes through Akasha as a soul that is being just newly conceived. You, your soul, has a contract with the divine, with spirit, with God. The Bible refers to the records as the book of life. This is not a new concept. Maybe it's new to you. Maybe this is the first you are hearing of it. But bear with me. There is so much information here and wisdom to be gained in the Akashic records. So the Akashic records, in my mind, are books. They are the contracts that our soul has for all of the things that we need to accomplish, experiences we need to have, people we need to meet, things we need to go through, trials, struggles, joys, marriages, divorces, births, deaths, lifetimes, people we meet, places we go, all of it is combined in a collective set of books called your Akashic Records. I see them as individual books for each lifetime. Not every reader sees them that way. That's just my vision and my version. What I do is I open those Akashic Records with a sacred prayer and my client's consent. And then that frees us up to dive into their guides, their guardians, their loved ones, masters, teachers on the other side, all of it, and get clarity. Gain wisdom about why they're here, what they're doing, what are their struggles mean, what are they trying to accomplish in this lifetime? We ask the questions and the guides speak through me to my clients. And yes, it is most definitely in the woo-woo realm. But it's work that I've been doing for many years now, and I have fallen in love with it. And interestingly, yesterday I was guided when I recorded this podcast to open the records and see what was coming through. My own masters, teachers, loved ones, guides, and guardians are all here to help me with today's podcast. So it's definitely a channeled episode. This is season two, episode 68. And earlier back, and I will link it in the show notes, I did a podcast talking about my journey into the Akashic Records, into Akasha, and how it all kind of opened up for me. I'll link that show in the podcast notes in case you want to go back and give that a listen. So what I want to talk to you today about, and I feel it in my throat, so excuse the throat clearing, Um, I've got a lot of messages already coming through that are trying to get through, up through my vocal cords and out through my mouth, so we'll see what we can do. The guides today are prompting me that we are going to share today on our podcast a whole lot of information about words interesting, right? (laughs) I'm not sure where we're going, but we're going to find out. We're going to talk about words. We're going to talk about labels. We're going to talk about adjectives, people, 
and the words we use, the words we apply to ourselves, and sometimes the judgmental words or non-judgmental words we use for others. Certain words have definite connotations, and we're going to look into that today. The guides are coming through to ask that you yourself look at words. So if you have followed my podcast for a while or you know me in real life, you know that I love books, I love magazines, I love anything that can transport me into other places and other people's lives, other lifetimes, other time periods in history. I love to read. And so it makes sense that I'm on this podcast, kind of a channeled podcast talking about words today. The interesting thing about words is that in our society right now, the guides are telling me that our words can be very, very divisive, creating sections and divisions. We aren't in unity. We aren't in a state of union. And that's interesting when we look at all the words that do divide us. Um, Think of words as descriptions. So there are white people, there are black people. There are um, enslaved people, there are free people. There are people people who live in North America, there are North Americans. Um, There are people who live in certain states, there are Californians, there are New Yorkers. These are all adjectives. The guides are asking us to play a little game and see how words affect you. So what I'd like you to do is I would invite you to put a hand on your heart, put your other hand on top of that hand, so both hands are basically on your heart center, and I'd like you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. I'm going to offer you a series of words, and I would like you to be fully honest, fully transparent with yourself. There is no judgment here. See what comes to mind as I say each of these words. Let's do a little experiment. And what I would like for you to do is not judge your reactions, but see what comes up as I say each word. Okay, close your eyes if you can. Monk. See what comes to mind when I say the word monk. Let's try another one. Police officer. How about this? Saudi Arabian. Okay, let's try a few more. See what comes to mind now. Cancer. Courage. Teacher. Farmer. Construction worker. Republican. The guides are saying you get the idea. For every word that is spoken, 
you, me, we all get an instant snapshot of a picture in our mind's eye. It's not something we create. It's automatic. So when I say the word monk, do you immediately imagine someone draped in cloth and meditating on a cushion? Very peaceful, maybe? If I say the word teacher, do you imagine a kindergarten teacher cutting out projects and sitting on the floor reading books to children? We all bring our own perspectives, our own experiences into the words and into the words uh, definition or descriptors. So why are we talking about this today? We are talking about words that we use and how we associate and what we associate to each of those words. I would like for you to think back to when you were a small child and you were just learning to spell. Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but think back to the first time you put the letter C-A-T together and you realize that that spelled cat and maybe you had an orange fluffy cat named Stanley and as soon as you saw the word C-A-T, those letters in that order, you immediately thought of your orange fluffy cat named Stanley. You were learning association. The guides are asking you to completely do your best in the next week or so to let go of the words, let go of the descriptions, let go of the associations with words, objects, emotions, feelings. And from now on this week, spend some time looking at people on the soul level. What if we were to strip away all of the descriptors? I'm going to give you a little example. I'm going to use myself, and I'm going to list all the words I can think of that describe me, that are my descriptors for myself. Okay, so my descriptors for me. I'm a former teacher. I'm a musician. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. <clears throat> Um, I'm a healer, I'm an intuitive, I'm a reader of the Akashic Records, I'm a reader in general, meaning I love to read, I'm a gardener, um, I'm a cook, I'm a chef, I'm an exercise enthusiast. I'm a journaler, I'm a meditator, I'm a yogi. This list can go on and on. I'm going to do it a little differently. I'm an intuitive, I'm an introvert, I'm emotional, I'm wired, I'm tapped in, I'm connected, I am one with the universe. We could do this for a very, very long time, but can you see just by that quick 60 seconds, how many words can I think of to describe myself? And if someone else were to use those exact same words to describe themselves, they might take on a different meaning altogether. I'm a classically trained pianist, 
so I consider myself a musician. My youngest, next to the youngest son, is a jazz trombonist. He is an incredible musician, has far surpassed my musical skills. We both consider ourselves musicians, but those that word has totally different meanings when applied to each of us. The guides are coming through with the importance of paying attention to the words that you use, the words that you choose in your daily conversation, the words that you use when you describe others, when you describe your work. Words have a vibration. They have meaning and they also have associations. And we are being guided today, right now in this moment, to be cautious with the words that we choose. Words can be healing. I love you. I'm sorry. I accept you as you are. You are amazing. Words can be terrifying. I hate you. I'm sad. I can't go on. Words are so very important in our society right now. All you have to do is turn on a news station and hear an event described on that news station. And if you turn to another news station, you're going to hear completely different words used, completely different phrases, maybe even completely different energy talking about the same exact event. It's all about perspective. So I'm being guided to talk to you a little bit about the Bible, Christianity, the the books that we continue to use for certain religions. Those were guided words. They're words that some human being chose to write, to put onto paper. Certain religions believe that those were guided words, like channeled words, like they came right from heaven, right from Father God, right from Spirit, and onto the page. And I'm being reminded that even though that was the case, these words are subjective. Because even me right now, as I'm offering you these words that I'm speaking today, These words are channeled. They're coming from my Akashic Records, but they're coming also through my own filter. So if someone else was receiving these exact same messages like I'm receiving to share with you today, they would take on a different slant. The lilt would be different. The language would, it would be not the same. It would be different. And so every time you open your mouth to speak, the guides are guiding you. Be cautious. Use your words with great care. Your words can heal others. Your words can create anxiety for others. Your words can heal yourself. We talk about the power of the mantra. If you have ever used a mantra, you know the power in it. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you've tried to use mantras and they haven't worked for you. Because you didn't fully believe what you were saying in any way, shape, or form, and it didn't resonate. I would love to offer you the experiment this week of trying some mantras. Think of something that you are struggling with right now. I will offer you one of my struggles. We recently made a a change in our home. It's not complete yet. So we are in waiting 
we are in a holding pattern. My mantra, I am patient. I am patient. I also mantra, God's plan is greater than my own. God's plan is greater than my own. Why do I say these things to myself? Because I know it's truth. If you've been around me when I'm channeling or working with clients, you know my eyes will tear at the truth. It has happened since I was a teenager. People think I'm very emotional. I cry easily, and it's not the case. Core truth resonates on a soul level, and my eyes tear. And I'm saying this to you now because as I say the words, God's plan is greater than my own, my eyes are full of tears. I look like I could start sobbing, which I'm not going to sob, but that's what it looks like. I encourage you to find a mantra, even if you choose one for each day. Maybe you have a very busy day ahead of you, and maybe instead of thinking of all the things you have to do and constantly saying, I'm never going to get it done, I have so many things on my plate today, maybe you find a mantra that guides you back to meditation, back to mindfulness, back to peace. I breathe easy with this task. I breathe easy with this task. What does that do? It brings you into the present moment. It centers you. It grounds you. It gives you confidence to be mindful in that exact moment. Again, the guides are coming through to say our words matter. Our words have meaning. Our words are powerful. I hope this makes so much sense to you today. We are living in times of great ascension, times of great shifting. Energies are raising by the moment. People are learning to dive in deeper. We are seeking. We are ascending. We are rising up in our own power. We are becoming sovereign beings. How are we doing that? We're looking for the truth. And we find the truth with words because we have to describe the truth for it to resonate in our own mind. So we find the truth, we think it through, we talk about it, we put words to it, we describe it, we use adjectives. Then once we've got it, our vibration raises slightly more. That's what the planet is doing right now. The vibration of our planet is arising. It's shifting higher. It's ascending. So what does that mean? It means... Be mindful of your words. Now, the guides are also coming through to say, this is not just about the words that come out of your mouth. You have to be mindful of the words, the self-talk, what is going on in your head. So when you find yourself sharing a story or an experience or a trial with a confidant, You're sharing the details. Choose your words carefully. Remember that you are not the victim. You are on the planet to learn. You're a seeker. You're here to have these experiences that were designed for your soul before you even got onto the planet. There's no fear in that. There doesn't have to be. So I would encourage you to think carefully. Choose your words with great care and consideration. And step slowly into conversation. We all know that person who can ramble and talk about really nothing 
for, for hours. We all know people who, if you give them a moment of your attention and truly tune in and listen, they lose themselves in the sound of their own voice. Maybe you know someone like that. The guides are coming through to say, be cautious with the conversations you have. Be cautious with the words that you choose. It's important. In rising to this challenge of paying attention to our words, we are allowing ourselves to grow and to shift and to move forward. And it's time. It's time for all of us to shift and to grow and to move forward. So I am closing this section of the podcast with the idea that there is great gratitude in the idea is the ideas that the guides have shared today. Um, I believe that when the guides come through strongly with an idea or a message, it is our responsibility to pay attention. Just to tune in, to dive in, and to pay attention. So I'd like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones who came through a little bit to share about words today. I hope that in some way that information resonates with you. I hope it makes sense to you. Um, And I hope it matters. I hope that every experience for you matters. And I hope you can see why it's important and why it's in your life and how it matters. So I'm sending you blessings and and great love and, and much divine wisdom. I hope that Divine wisdom filters through for you in all aspects of your life right now because we all need help. We all need the divine wisdom that is potential. I want to close today's podcast with the last three book titles for the month of March. And this is a little bit different than what I've offered to you before. These are three books that are currently sitting on my desk in my office that are books that I have yet to read. If you have read any of them, I would encourage you to reach out and let me know your thoughts. I do want to share them with you, um, but I haven't got to them yet, so I cannot tell you if I love them or don't love them. I am going to share the titles really quickly. Um, The first one I have on my desk is The Inflammation Spectrum. Find your food triggers and reset your system. This is by Dr. Will Cole. And he wrote the book called Ketotarium. Um, I don't do keto. That's not in my wheelhouse. Um, But a lot of really famous writers and um, nutritionists and doctors are um, on the cover. And that kind of leads me to believe that there's some legit information here. We all know that inflammation can affect us and affect our wellness on a general level. Um, Everything you eat is either feeding inflammation or fighting it. And so this is something that I'm going to be looking through and kind of giving it some study time. I'll link it in the show notes. The second one I want to share with you is called Wild Thing, Embracing Childhood Traits in Adulthood for a Happier, More Carefree Life. And this one was written by Mike Fairclough. Fairclough? Not sure. Um, Do you remember how adventurous, joyful, and limitless life felt when you were a child? 
Sadly, the anxieties and pressures of adulthood mean that many of us have forgotten the wonderful gifts this way of life can offer. Um, In this book, the author explores how we can reclaim those lost feelings and rekindle enthusiasm for life's adventures for better mental, physical, and emotional well-being. This is a really short book, and I'm really excited to dive in to this one. Um, Mike, it says on the back, is a head teacher for the West Rise Junior School in Eastbourne, UK. So... Um, something a little different there. And then the last one that I want to share with you, um, I have so many books stacked on my on my desk right now, is um, called The Heirloom Life Gardener. And The Heirloom Life Gardener, The Baker Creek Way of Growing Your Own Food Easily and Naturally. And Jerry and Emily Gettle are the co-founders of the Baker Creek Heirloom Seed Company. And I just recently ordered a huge amount of seeds for my garden and for my property from the Baker Creek's Heirloom Seed Company. And then I realized that I I saw this book and I thought, oh, wow, I um, kind of want to hear their story and how they created such an amazing company. They have heirloom seeds from all over. So I've yet to dive into this as well. But what I can tell you is it is one of those books that you will want to look at as well as read because the pictures and the photos in it are really pretty. Um, and especially if you love... Um, you know, pictures of of food and gardens and that kind of thing. Um, So sharing those three books with you to end our um, month of March for National Reading Month, I will link those books in the show notes. I hope our messages from the Akashic Records today concerning our words, I hope it resonates. I hope it somehow hits something with you that creates some change makes you think a little, grounds you, centers you, makes you a little more mindful, creates space for you to open up to a new way of thinking about words in general. Know that I am sending you so much love. I'm offering you grace. I am offering you peace and light. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. If you are interested in more about me or the work that I do, you can find me at www.lisa-renee.com and know that I look forward to hearing from you and connecting in the future. Have a great day and we will talk next week.